Hello, this is Kim Davis. Welcome you to another DMN one-on-one. -on -one. And my guest today is uh, a designer. It's Hjalti Carlson, who's co-founder and partner with Jan Vilka in the Carlson Vilka Consultancy. Did I get that about right? Yeah, that sounds perfect to me. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Now, everyone listening will hear a couple of accents here. Mine's from England. I know Hjalti's is from Iceland. But we've both been in New York a while, haven't we? Yeah, so I'm born and raised in Iceland, came here in, in what, early 90s, or 89, 89 actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, I've been here for 20, yeah, eight, eight years. And you went through the Parsons School for Design, very well-known New York design school? Yeah, so I came, so I took one year in, in an Icelandic art school, or the only art school at the time in, in Iceland, so there were not many options. I studied there for three years, took a break for a year, and uh, didn't really know what I was going to do. And then I came here specifically to go to Parsons. So right. stayed for uh, yeah three years at Parsons. Okay, and the, the Carlson-Vilka partnership, I think, has been around about 15 years, something like yeah, that? 17 years. 17 we, years. We started the company in late uh, 2000. Okay. Now, the exciting thing in this space, from our point of view, from my point of view right now, is the way things have changed, because clearly you're a lifetime designer, you must have gone through designing objects, designing environments, designing nice things. But what everyone's talking about now in the business environment and the marketing environment is designing experiences. Does that sound familiar to you? Does that resonate? Yes, that, is, that, is, uh, that does sound familiar, and it's, it's slowly entering our vocabulary, and it's... Um, I don't think we heard this word that much in the beginning of the mm -hmm. of the uh, of the studio, and also in the beginning of the studio of a backup a little bit. There was mo like we did a lot of music projects and um, we did books and magazines, editorial. So it was always very specific towards that one project. Right. And now it feels like. It's the projects come in and they are they just feel much broader, you know. So it's it's not like only do this one book. Mm -hmm. It's much more. Uh, for example, we we've done work with a couple of or, or several museums, and then it's the it's the whole experience. It's the facade. It's the outside. It's the it's the website, it's the catalogs, it's, it's the experience when you're inside the museum. So it's, uh, it's just much more of a, of like a holistic, the entire brand. Right, and the, the term I've heard recently is orchestrating experiences. I guess for, for a smart client, they're going to want to um, take your design skills and align them with whatever they happen to be doing, as you say, on the website or in social media and yes. all kinds of spaces. Yeah, and I think uh, that's that's very true. And it, and quite often in our case, we we start with a client. They come in for a specific project, and and one client, for example, is Wolf Gordon, mm -hmm. and they uh, they design and manufacture. Uh, wall covering and upholstery and in the beginning for them we started with one project very specific and now after seven eight years uh, the projects get get much more broader uh -huh. so they bring us into 
we worked with them to design their offices. So when, when the customer comes to their office, they get out of the elevator, they see the, the glass facade, they come inside, so it's, uh, um, yeah, so it just feels much more broader. Interesting, so it's like the design, if you like, is inward-facing to the company, to their employees, also outward-facing to customers, it's, yeah. it's right the way through. Yeah, it's all the way through, and I, I would say, if I think about Wolf Gordon in particular, the first project was was very much outward. Mm-hmm. It was for people that had uh, a, some idea who they were. Like it was it was an installation we did at a at a big show right. uh, in Chicago. So people that went to the specific show they knew who they were or maybe not mm-hmm. and uh, and then like you say it goes all the way into you know uh, the bathroom signage <laughs> in their in their offices okay. that yeah. that uh, that of course not that many outsiders I can see <laughs> okay. but uh, so it is like for them for example it's um, I mean I don't like the word 360 but it, it, it is it's like a yeah. big circle of uh, I think we've sort of touched a lot of aspects to you know at, at their uh, at their company. Okay, and let's talk about you mentioned museums. Talk about another example: the Museum of the Moving Image. Yeah. Where you were involved with a fifty-foot media wall. Tell us about that project. Yeah, this was um, we started working with Museum of the Moving Image. This must be seven years ago, and. Again, there they brought us in to design a catalog, mm-hmm. and uh, we got along with the, with the director. Um, it turned out well; they were happy. So the scope uh, uh, just kept on growing, and they were expanding the museum. And we worked with the with the museum and the architect, Leaser Thomas Leaser on the uh, expansion so we in the end we designed the facade we did all the wayfinding the the donor walls um, pretty much everything uh, in the museum when you go and visit and then about two years ago so the so the museum was was reopened the expansion opened and uh, it was running for a few years, and it's all—it's a great museum. Right. Like if, if anyone hasn't gone yes, there, yes. it's a fantastic museum. And about two years ago, the director contacted us, and uh, they have this permanent—it's uh, a permanent wall. Obviously, it's on the left side when you come in. It's very long, and they always have a projection. They—they they commission an artist to do. You know, to work on the um, on the um, uh, the projection mm-hmm. wall, and they our commission was a little bit different from everyone else because we they asked us to design an experience for the wall. Yeah, almost like um, what is the word? It's it's basically uh, if there is an exhibition, if there is a pro- if there is a projection going on, they take it down for a week. Hours would go up. Uh-huh. So it's in between. So it oh, is, I see. Kind so of interim. Yeah. 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 So it's sta- sometimes it stays there for a few weeks, yes. and uh, 
Sometimes it stays uh, for an afternoon when, okay. when, they, when they change. And we really loved that project. It was a, it was a pretty, uh, not easy, but it was, um, it was only one decision maker at the museum. We designed it all like three-dimensional and shapes and these 3D, 3D worlds. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's the, they've been using it now, I think, for about a year. Okay. So, and then you can see it, like if the, if the museum is closed uh, during the night, you can see it through the, through the main uh, facade. And then if you go inside as a, as a customer, as a, as a visitor, mm -hmm. you can see it playing. And it's a loop. I think it's like a three and a half minute uh, loop. Okay. Talk about one more where you certainly... Um how can I put it? You got into the ring with, uh, with with impressive competition because everybody knows about the famous Apple Store. It's it's yes. very distinctive design and the Genius Bar mm -hmm. and so on. Yeah, uh, you helped out Samsung with a similar kind of project. It's Care Center in the WeWork spaces. Yeah, that must yeah. have been a challenge. Yeah, this was a challenge. We worked with um, so our client was Samsung mm -hmm. and. Uh, we like a long like um, so they contacted us and they their plan was to open up these pods so these care centers in in like at the time when they called us it was a little bit open mm -hmm. it, uh, they talked about 20 30 locations and right now it is like five locations and um, so it's in Miami it's in uh, it's in Brooklyn it is in uh, Detroit, and it is the, so. It, so if you're a member at WeWork, you have access to it, obviously, and it's almost like a, I would say it's almost like an extension of the WeWork space yes. for the member. So you can just go and you can you can use the pods and you can uh, play with the gadgets that Samsung has. You can take in your phone if it's broken or if you have a camera and. Uh, and they show you how to use it. And then it's also geared, of course, towards uh, non-WeWork members. So people outside of the streets, they can come in and they, they're more than welcome to come in and try out the pods mm -hmm. and, uh, and uh, bring in their Samsung products. And, and I think so far, I think it's been pretty well received. It's fairly recent that it opened. Mm -hmm. So... Um, uh, yeah, I think so far so good. Okay. Now you mentioned um, obviously you're dealing with decision makers, these various clients and organizations. How much are you finding these days that you're actually sitting down with marketers who have commercial objectives in mind, want to enhance customer engagement and customer experience with some commercial outcome, and see design as being part of that? Is that something you're seeing more? I would say in our case it's always been... The studio is always it's uh, it's more design driven, mm -hmm. and um, I feel like our clients are more like they they're design conscious. Yeah, you know, so they look around, they look at you know who knows how many agencies, and then they come to us, and it's I always feel like it's pretty design driven, and. Um, 
the marketing part is it's always there. Yes. But it's not the f- it's not at the forefront of the discussion, and um, but I feel like it maybe it's gonna change. Maybe there's a little shift uh, uh, happening in it. Okay. So so who knows? Um, and from from your perspective as a designer. Do you rely entirely on your own or your partner's aesthetic choices, or do you actually go out there and research how people are going to react to choices you might make? In other words, is there, is there any sense that you're designing uh, based on knowing what the people who are going yeah. to have the experience are looking for? Always. We always, um, in the studio, it's, it's uh, let me see, it's, we're seven, seven people. There's a project manager, studio mm-hmm. manager. And then we have a rotating intern, and then the the five people are we're all designers, so it's me and Jan, uh, Kenny, Connor, and then our art director Sandra. And every time when a client comes in with a project, we uh, it almost it always starts out like they come in, they tell us their objectives and goals. We don't say that much in these meetings. We just listen and take it all in. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we do a lot of research. We go on location. We, uh, you know, whatever needs to happen for us to understand the project. So we do a lot of research before we start. So um, and then we come back, and it's a very collaborative back and forth um, uh, project or process. So it's. Um, it's like it's, I, I don't feel like we ever work in this vacuum and we pretend that we know it all okay. and uh, so it's it's uh, and, I, and, I, and I feel it it's uh, it's because we are always these outsiders like we don't pretend to be these specialists right and we don't pretend that we know the solution for the project so um, and I think it's an advantage that we sometimes come into these situations. We don't know anything about the project, or the, or the target audience, mm-hmm. and uh, and who is it for, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, and then uh, at the end of the project, hopefully we are much more and you know more in, more uh, enlightened. Uh-huh. Um, does that? Yeah. But you don't find they're not usually looking at you to reach certain business objectives. That's up to them, utilizing whatever skills you can bring to the environment or to the experience. But they're not yes. saying to you, "We need to get this many people through here." Now it's that's that has not been the case. Now it's more like they like and again with the museum when they came to us it was not like hey we gotta have like right now we have X visitors right in two years we want to get XX but um, um, and I always think it's it's of course it's important um, uh, so what we do it's almost useless what we do without the institution or the client to, f- to follow up on what they on what they are focusing on, uh-huh. so you can you can create the greatest design branding for a museum. But if if the content, if the 
if the uh, if the shows are no good, <laughs> nobody goes. <laughs> sure. And it's always easy to say, oh, the design of the logo sucks. But if it's so, it, it has to be. It has to work together. It has to align. Uh, yeah. yeah, it has to align together. Well, but that's a really great perspective from the design point of view on this thing we're all talking about, the customer, the consumer experience. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me.